Hey, I'm sex, love, and relationship therapist, Dr. Laura Berman. And for the last 30 years, I've been helping people learn to love and be loved better. Welcome to the Language of Love Sessions. This is where I get to work with you one-on-one, on air. You, my listeners, my goal in these sessions is to empower you to enjoy better relationships, both with others and with yourself, and to help you embrace how precious and sacred your body, your love life, and your sexuality really is. It's time we all become fluent in the language of love. Kathleen, I'm glad you're here. How can I help? Yeah, so I know you're an expert in the field of sexuality, relationships, and whatnot. And so I'm really looking for guidance on this next phase of my life. I'm 35. I'll be 36 in September. And I feel like I grew up in a pretty normal life and things like that. I live in New York City. And I feel like I know in urban areas, people settle down later in life. It's like marriage, long-term relationships, whatnot. I go to therapy weekly, so I speak about this with my therapist all the time. But I feel that like I'm not meeting people who are who are of good character. Mm. And, you know, the pandemic did a lot to us. I went through a lot emotionally and personally and professionally during the pandemic. Sure. Did a lot of healing and therapy, you know, on a good page now, a good note. But I spent a lot of time and I still continue to spend a lot of time focusing on myself. And I just see so many happy couples specifically who like don't meet in traditional settings, like at bars or restaurants or out and about, but online. Mm-hmm. And I've had quite a few people, like my brother, he's a little bit, he's two years older. He has given me great feedback on my Hinge profile. That's the application I'm on. Some other male friends, girlfriends of mine who have met their partners on apps, things like that. And I'm just not getting the right matches or catches. And it's like, well, I, I feel like I'm getting attacked in different ways. So meaning like, I'm a multi-hyphenate type of person. So I co-own my own bar and restaurant. I work in advertising full-time. I'm on the board of a couple of philanthropic organizations. Like I'm out and about, I'm doing things. But some men I feel like will say, oh, well, that's intimidating. Or like, you seem like you have a lot going on. And I feel like the public's perception of me is I'm too busy to have somebody. But all these things that I'm doing that makes me busy and makes me busy, makes me happy. Right. So I guess, Laura, what I'm trying to ask is, what do I do? Because I've spent so much time working on myself that now I'm not attracting anybody. Let go of that story because that ain't true. (laughs) That's not why you're not attracting people. The more work you do on yourself, perhaps the pool of people that you are attracting in and will be attracted to changes for sure. But in my experience, the more you really authentically work on yourself, the higher and higher caliber of person you're going to ultimately attract and be attracted to. But when you start attaching to this story, which a lot of women do for good reason, because they're getting this feedback for a couple of reasons from other, usually men, you know, it's usually women who are, I'm assuming you're interested in men, if that's the feedback, because a woman wouldn't say that to you. (laughs) No, I'm I'm interested in men. Yeah. Yeah. So usually let's just start there, but I think there's a larger issue going on. Let's just start with what you specifically brought up that men that you meet who may be good quality men who you might be interested in dating are, are saying, it doesn't seem like you have a lot of room in my life, in your life. Yes. Usually when that happens and, and just try this on, usually when that happens or when a woman is saying that men are saying you intimidate me or I don't see how I can fit into your life. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's not that you're too busy, but it's that you are accidentally giving them feedback directly or through body language that there's no place for them to be of service. So for a man. Yes, I've heard that exactly. And I'm, I'm so confused with like what they meant by that. Okay. So I'll explain it to you. For a man, we're generalizing here, but I do find this to be true for most heterosexual men in relationships with women. One of the key ways that they find relationship satisfaction is through being of service. They have to see a way that they can be the knight in shining armor, basically. They have to see a place that they are going to be additive, needed, and of service in the relationship. And, and in a, with a woman who's got everything going for her and a busy life and a full life and can financially support herself and socially support herself, that does not mean that a high-quality man won't see a way that he can be of service to her, but she has to kind of show it to him, right? So that does not mean that you play small or act like a damsel in distress. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like that's, that, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, so what could I do? Or like, what are some examples? Well, it's about noticing the things that you would admire about them and commenting on those, right? Like, oh, or stopping and letting him open the door for you, right? Rather than opening it for yourself. Okay, so let's just back up for a second. The larger meta thing here that I see happening, and it was something I had to get over myself, is this what I call the accidental alpha woman syndrome, right? So when we are super independent and we're frying the bacon up in a pan and bringing home the bacon and frying it up in a pan at the same time, right? We can totally take care of ourselves what can happen specifically in our society, because what we value in society is the masculine, is the go-getter on top of it. Don't, you know, I can survive. I can take care of myself, all of which is true. But very often we kind of get heavy on that side and lighter on the feminine energy. Now, feminine energy, and this is true, for, we all have masculine and feminine energy but we're talking about a woman, right? Who identifies as a woman with both, has both masculine and feminine energy. And for a lot of us who are go-getters and career women and making it on our own, we have to really be in our masculine energy a lot of the time. Masculine energy is the energy that is directive, that is proactive, that is contained, that goes in a linear way, that gets shit done, okay? Now, we all have that energy. I'm not saying that men are the only ones with masculine energy. Women have masculine energy too, and we need that and we need to cultivate it. Feminine energy is more flowing, more emotive, more emotional, more intuitive, softer, less directive, less proactive. This whole thing with, Sheryl Sandberg and Lean In, I think, did a lot of women a disservice because it helps you in your career, but it is also encouraging women to really cultivate and step way into their masculine energy and out of their feminine. The feminine receives. 
But I feel like I'm feminine in various ways. But I think my public persona, to give you a little bit more detail, is like I'm wearing a T-shirt that says Catch Kathleen. That's my moniker. Like I'm always traveling. I'm always on the go. I'm always busy. It's also, can someone catch me? Like literally, can someone catch me? I'm talking about men. Can they catch me? But why are you setting that up? But no, but for me, originally started off as Catch Kathleen, purely travel-based. Yeah. Literally like in my 20s, love to travel, things like that. And as I evolved as a person, for example, I didn't make this sweatshirt. My friend made it for me. Like, yeah, yeah. It was me as a birthday gift a couple of years ago. But I was in a relationship with somebody and I got caught. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm no longer in that relationship. And so I'm back on the market. So in terms of like a witty thing of like, hashtag live it up like Linda or live it up like Laura or like whatnot. Like what's wrong with catch Kathleen? And I think that like some people read into it a little bit further than what it really means for me. It's just fun travel. Catch me having. No, well, so you're saying you don't mean, can you catch me? I don't really mean, can you catch me? But I think that some men are taking it that no, way. No, you're putting too much thought into the, you're, you're thinking on the logistical level, not on the energetic level. There is nothing you have to change in your presentation. You're thinking like in the practicalities. I'm talking about the energy when you meet someone, right? I went to an all-girls school for my entire life, 15 years. Women's studies was one of my majors. Great. My mom's a gynecologist. Like, like I grew up around like strong women, understanding right. the feminine aspect. But I also learned that there's never such thing as a free lunch. My mom always is like, if you meet a guy... We're having a great time. Let him take you out, right. but also like level set. So for example, if he pays for dinner and we enjoy our company, we go someplace else. I don't mind paying for a round of drinks or whatnot, but I think sometimes maybe men perceive me being a little too masculine for doing that. I'm just trying to show them I'm not trying to use them. Cause I've also heard so many men say, oh my God, I meet women on these apps and all they want is a free dinner. I think it serves you tremendously in your career, what you're doing. Like, this is what I mean by masculine thinking. I want to get from point A to point B and here's how you do it. And I'm going to figure out what to tangibly do to make. Okay. So I'm going to offer to pay for the drink after he pays for dinner. I'm going to do, you create this step. That is a very masculine, heavy approach. What I want you to do is not think about the strategy. When you connect with a guy who you're attracted to and who seems like might be a good fit for you, I want you to intentionally soften, not because you can't survive without him. You don't need any man to survive and to thrive in the world. We know that. You know that. He knows that. You don't need to. None of that needs to be said or articulated indirectly or directly, right? What I want you to do is be in softening and receiving mode. You're thinking to like, if then strategy, like what I want you to do is be fully present in the moment and looking for ways to receive and to soften and to make way for him, right? You can change every light bulb in your house, but he's going to want to feel like, you really want him to change the light bulbs. I mean, that's a metaphor, right? Like you can take care of yourself, but for a powerful man who's really in his masculine, which is what you want, right? Because those are the guys you're attracted to. If you want a man who's really in his masculine, you are going to have to soften and be in your feminine around him, which means if I needed to put it in practical terms, receive, receive, receive. Okay, that doesn't mean you're using him. And if a guy in his masculine is going to be offended, you know, that doesn't mean you can't say, 
Can I contribute something to dinner? Can I buy you a drink? But that's very different than being like, this time I'm buying the drinks because you know what I mean? It's like a very different energy. So it's about being as soft and receptive as you can, because by the way, that's the only way you're going to survive in a relationship with an alpha male. And this isn't a criticism. I had to learn it too. My mother put me to bed every single night, making me promise I would be freaking president of the United States and that I would never depend on any man. And I could, you know, take care of myself. And I did all of that. And I wanted a really a man who was really in his masculine. I wanted him to be take charge and protective and strong and confident. And I had to literally, I mean, thank God he was strong and confident enough to do this and helped me. But I had to really condition myself to realize the difference between power and control. Exactly. And to really soften and to not have to control things and to not have to be the one in power and to let him take the lead and to notice the places where he was leading and tell him how much I appreciated it. Like, oh, I, you know, oh, thank you for opening the door. That's really sexy. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you so much for dinner. It feels so good to be taken care of, right? I would love those things. And I'm 100% on your page and I appreciate you providing that guidance and advice. But a reality that I'm also dealing with is that I feel like when I have tried those techniques or tried to lean into it a bit more, I feel like I'm let down by men. They say that we as women, I don't want to generalize things too much, but my perspective, we as women are better at planning, following through, like making things happen. And like, for example, like maybe this is a poor example, but Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday. Uh There's a guy that I like, we're not together or anything like that, but like gave him so many hints, no car, no text, nothing. It kind of felt like a slap in the face. Yes, it's a heightened day of the year, but I also feel like other circumstances, him or other guys I've encountered, just like, so what are you up to? Oh, I'm free on Friday. Like, I'm literally like telling you, like, I'm available. Like, he's not for you. He's not for you. And there will be a lot of frogs that come through, right? The one that is really for you the one who is really in his romantic masculine and is attracted to you fully and really wants you will sure as shit show up on Valentine's Day, right? So that's information for you. Listen, regardless of your sexual orientation or your gender or your relationship status, every single one of us has struggled at one point or another with a lackluster or disconnected sex life or difficulty finding the partner that we most desire. So I have designed an amazing program for you. Seven days to better sex. Each day, you're going to get a video and an information packet all designed to help you jumpstart your love life. Just go to www.drlauraberman.com. Let me just ask you this, and I'm going to take you through a process right now. What is it that you are looking for in a man? What, what If I said to you, design your perfect man, what would it be? I want someone who is family oriented. So at first I wasn't open to someone coming from a divorced family. Now I am. Okay. So long as they have a strong relationship with their parents or are open to fostering that someone who's adventurous, they might not have to be as well-traveled as I am, but they're open to exploring New York city where we live or where they live okay. or hopefully the world at some point, someone who is ambitious. So I know that on social media, there's a conversation about someone in the public who made a comment about a bus driver and that she said she would never be with a bus driver. I don't pr- think that I would lean towards that necessarily, but I would lean towards someone if they're a bus driver and they aspire to own a 
bus company or something. Right, or they were in school. They had a plan. Correct. All right. So let me back you up for a minute. The first thing you said was family oriented. This is where we start to go. None of what you've said, there's nothing wrong with anything you said. But here's, let's just get to the nitty gritty of manifesting love. Okay. And when we're done, I want you to read my book, Quantum Love, or listen to it, because this is going to really fine tune this for you. The key to manifesting anything, but especially in your love life, is to translate what you just said into feelings. Okay. So if you're with a man who is family oriented, meaning that he really values family, he's close to his family. How does someone like that make you feel being with them? What is the feeling? Because what we're looking for with anything we want is a feeling, whether it's a new car, new job, whatever. We're really wanting to feel a certain way. So you want a man who is family oriented, adventurous and driven because you're not even conscious of this, but because you want to feel a certain way. I want to feel secure, meaning I family to me equates to security, meaning that he's not going to leave you, that he's going to really he's committed. Right. So it makes you feel safe. Correct. Yes. Safe. Ambi- safe. Safety is super important. Ambition means to me, like having the mindset to grow. I want to go grow so we can grow. So how do you feel when you're growing? What's the word that I feel? I feel is excited a good word? I feel, yeah, I feel excited. I feel energized. I feel right, motivated. I feel like I'm, I, I'm actively doing something. I'm becoming better. I'm creating something. It's a creative thing, I guess you could say. Right. So you feel excited, inspired, and safe. Yes. And then when they are adventurous, when you're it's, with someone who's adventurous. Someone who's willing to let go and let flow. So like. How you feel when you're with them. Yeah, like. I'm not saying like the fear of the unknown, but like that, you know, when you're like on a roller coaster, you're at the top, you're sitting in the front little seat and you're about to go over. You're like, oh my God, is this going to be fun or is it going to be scary? Like, it's just like those butterflies in your stomach. Adventure just leads to something new. And I just, I like that feeling. So excitement, right? That's a feeling of excitement. So excitement, inspiration, and safety. Yes. Those are your three key feeling words that you're looking for. Okay. And that's what I want you a to use as your compass and litmus test. And all of you like, stop thinking about, does he do this? Does he do that? Should I say this? Should I do that? Am I feeling the energy of safety right now or in this moment? Am I feeling the energy of safety, inspiration, excitement, Does this person in our conversation engender, not that you're going to automatically feel safe with a stranger, but you know what I'm talking about. And I also, this is key, key, key when we're manifesting love. I want you to cultivate those three feelings as much as humanly possible in your daily life. So safety is ultimately created within ourselves, right? I mean, yes, someone else's actions and behaviors can help create that safety, but you can be someone who's the safest human on the planet. You can be with someone who's the safest human on the planet and still feel unsafe, right? So that safety is really sourced inside ourselves. So I think you're, what I want you to do for homework, and this is what starts to make you a magnet for the kind of men you want and the kind of people you want in your life, because I'm guessing it's not just men you want. You want a whole community of people like this, right? This is how you want to live, and this is how you want to feel in life and in love. So safety 
inspiration, and excitement. I want you to cultivate those feelings and live in them as much as humanly possible and set that as your lens and your compass. So when you're walking down the street or home from work and all of a sudden, you you know, I'm making this up, you see it's karaoke night, right? And you feel a little hitch of excitement, like, oh, it would be kind of fun to go in there and just like step up on stage instead of keeping on walking, go in there and do it, right? Because you're going to feel that excitement or that sense of adventure, right? Or mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're feeling a little unsafe in work or you're feeling a little nervous and, you know, what would make me feel safe right now? Well, going home and cocooning under all the pillows or whatever it is, right? I want you to cultivate that as much as possible because what you are doing then is moving your body into the energetic frequency of those feelings. That's what all of the law of attraction is. It's matching the energetic frequency of that which you want to create. So as you live, if you can live in these feelings 51% of the time, you will be astounded by the people and experiences, men and women who know men, you know, it'll be, it'll be a friend that suddenly says you meet and is going on an amazing adventure. And then her brother is coming on the trip, right? Like you don't know how this is all going to pan out, but this is what really being in divine creative, AKA feminine energy really is, right? So, and I get into this a ton in quantum love in the book. So it'll really parse out for you the specifics of how to do this. But even if you go to my website, to the quantum love page, if you go to drlaurabermancom backslash quantum love, and you go to those meditations, go to the manifesting meditation. It will walk you through the process of moving your body into the energetic frequency of those feelings. You can even use your imagination You don't have to necessarily find those opportunities to feel those feelings in the world around you. You can actually move your body into the energetic frequency through your imagination. There's a specific technique for doing that. But the more you do that, the more you are going to become an energetic match and therefore a magnet for men who will match your frequency. And then not only are you going to get a much better caliber pool of dates, Then the goal is to really be in faith and surrender. Like, I'm just going to go on this date with no agenda, with no rules, with an open heart and looking for ways. My only agenda is to look for ways this man, I can really, not in a selfish way, but I can allow myself to receive. I'm going to give two. I'm going to be my usual charming self and I'm going to be curious about them and interested in them. But I'm also going to kind of step back a little bit and really receive, receive what they have to offer, look for things to appreciate about what they have to offer and comment on it so that there's no question in this guy's mind who I'm really attracted to and has all the qualities that I want, that there is room for him in my life, that he is additive and can be additive because I feel like that's a big piece that's been missing as well as like the frequency match. No, I really appreciate this. I I think I can like reflect back on 
scenarios, situations, and people where like, yeah, so-and-so didn't have the three things I was looking for. So like, why did I even, or like out and about where I have had fun. I think I just have to like, the last thing I probably need to work on is that like, I think I'm good at showing myself authentically to the world. But the other week I was out at a, like a bar in like Fort Lauderdale area with like two of my girlfriends and some guys came up to talk to us and they, I think they were more attracted to my friends, which is perfectly fine. I wasn't feeling these guys. One of the guys I was talking to and I was like, oh, you know, like I noticed that like your guy friends bought my friends drinks. Like, why didn't they buy me one? Or he was like, oh, you were in the bathroom music, but also like you don't come off as the type of woman where guys are going to come up to and just like buy your love with a drink. And no, I'm not the type of woman who is going to have my love be bought with a drink, but like sometimes it just feels good to be appreciated. And like, yeah, I don't want to have like a resting bitch, bitch face, which I don't have. I think <laughs> I just, I think I have a confident demeanor where it's like, oh, like you have to come correct to me. And I've been yeah. told that multiple times. You can be confident, but soft and receptive. And I think that's an art that rec- that not most of us develops. We're either taught to be doormats or we're taught to be ball busters. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Right? And the key is in like, okay, I am so strong and I can take care of myself, but I also really enjoy being taken care of. And I can soften, like there's a softening that comes from confidence, not from fear. It's a very different softening. And it's one that's very nuanced, right? It's, it could be very different, that softening coming from fear and neediness and inadequacy. Like I'm a mush. I can't be strong. I don't know how to be strong, soft versus it's fun to be soft. It's in flow to be soft. I love receiving and imagine you coming over and talking to me because I think you're hot or I think you seem sweet or whatever. Like you can start playing with this as you start to move into these frequencies more. My last thing I'd actually want to add to that to ask is so I can visualize, is there like a celebrity archetype that would represent what you're telling me? No one's perfect to a T, but like a blend of this. You have to tell me someone who's safe, and uh, oh ex- no no I think what I, do you mean on the, on the other side the archetype of like oh, of a soft of a, of a yeah like I'm just trying to visualize like yeah you're trying to visualize gosh that's a good question let me think I don't want to mention Kim Kardashian because in my opinion no like, no she's not she's not no, no. she's super inner masculine but she comes off as a way where like a little, not saying ditzy at all but she comes off yeah no not we're not talking about ditzy I think if you move into the energy. I want you to do these meditations because I think like even before you go into a bar or into a party or in a date, I want you to move your system into the energetic frequency of she who is safe and protected and inspired and connected and excited by someone else. Because what we're looking for in this scenario, you can already provide your own excitement. You can travel the world and make friends and do it. Like you don't need to provide your own excitement. What we're wanting to build now is the energy of receiving that from other people. Like I am feeling excited by you, right? I am feeling safe around you. I'm feeling seen by you. You really inspire me, right? Like 
So being in that scenario, and I think you'll understand this more when you do the guided meditation and it takes you through the process of imagining, you can see a scenario in your mind and you don't even necessarily need to know what that person looks like, but it will move you into the energetic frequency. I don't, you know, I think your question is also a really important point that we don't have a lot of archetypes for this. And I think for you, you're so practical. I can tell by your questions and the nature of the questions you're asking. I'm sure it's a huge part of your success in life. And I don't want that to go away, but I really want you to build the non-practical muscle, just the not knowing, being in the openness and the curiosity and the receiving and the softening and the faith that that I don't need to create a whole paradigm here. All I have to do is move into the energy of that, which I desire and open to receive. That's it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I can't wait to obviously read your book, go on your website and check out the meditations. And I definitely will keep you posted, but yeah, I'm keep excited. us posted on how it's going. And if you maybe, think maybe of a good archetype, of how this, how I evolve. Yeah. You know? And if you think of a good archetype, <laughs> let me know. I'm always horrible coming up with celebrity examples, but I can't really think of one because I think mostly because celebrity archetypes are so stereotypical, right? They're either like Betty Boop or the ball buster they're either, or the seductress or whatever. And they're all externally referenced, right? Like I want to get the man or I want to get a ring on it or I want to get the next date or whatever. And this is about just like knowing that all you have to do is become a frequency match, soften and receive and ask and it is given. Great. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Keep us posted. I wanna do, I wanna do is take you home with me. I wanna make a move, I wanna